Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now. All right, overnight crowders, it is that time of the week where we turn our attention to the Super Netball and Sarah Wildey is joining us right now to look at the Round 8 action that covered across Saturday and, of course, Sunday for Mother's Day as well. Sarah, thanks for joining us once again. Thanks for having me, Jen. It was a big weekend of netball once again. It was. I saw, um, if we focus on the Mother's Day thing, I think I saw in the, in the Giants crowd a sign that said, I love my mum as much as I love the Giants. So, the Giants, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Love that. Yeah, the Giants doing well with a bit of, uh, you know, crowd signage as well, getting in the Mother's Day and the love as well. So let's uh, jump in and have a a look at the the competition and the the results that were across the weekend of round eight. Look, I mean, there was, I mean, the ladder itself looks pretty fascinating after this round. You've got um, four teams sitting outside the top four, all on the same points. And then, uh, you know, up the top of the ladder, it's even. So it's pretty close coming towards uh, round eight, don't you reckon? Oh, yeah, absolutely. After eight rounds, it's incredibly close. I'm not sure we've ever had this close of a season because, yes, really, um, there's four teams in the top four that are inside the top four by a game at least, but Mm -hmm. then there's four teams that are all very evenly placed to make a dash for that top four in the final um, few rounds of the season. So it's going to set it up for a really exciting finish, hopefully, that's assuming that a couple of teams drop some games from the top four so that we can right. have a really nail-biting finish. Yeah, that's right. So we do need them to do us a favour uh, just for the, yeah. the pure um, excitement of us couch watchers to um, to bring it all together. But let's have a look back. So on the Saturday, we had the Vixens taking on the Firebirds and the Vixens, they got it done, but only just 66 to 64. Yeah, they did. They prevailed by two, but it was certainly um, a second-half comeback by the Vixens. They were pretty impressive uh, to sort of come back after the Firebirds jumped the gate there. Um, They were without coach Simone McInnes as well. So even more impressive by the Vixens to get it done, especially being such a tight finish. Um, I think sometimes you really do want that experienced coach at the head, but she wasn't there. um, But Di Honey did an amazing job as well. Um, Firebirds were very disappointed with how they finished off that game. They thought that their second half was just not up to scratch. Um, They did make a run for it in the final quarter, but calm heads of the Vixens. They were pretty impressive. They were, you know, nice and relaxed and ready to to finish off that game despite how thrilling the finish was. So a good win there for the Vixens and keeps them up at the top um, quite comfortably at the moment. And then the next game on the Saturday, it was the Thunderbirds found uh, the winning ways again over the Lightning, 51 to 44. Yes, this put a smile on my dial because at Thunderbirds, <laughs> it's been a rough trot. Five five losses in a row. Um, so it was really great to have them win by seven over the Lightning. Obviously, the Lightning are going through a bit of a rough patch at the moment. 28-goal loss the weekend before and then seven goals to the Thunderbirds on the weekend. Not ideal. But this was a crazy game because the T-Birds had 40 more penalties. Whoa. They had nine more turnovers and they had... 
um, about 12 less shots on goal and they still won by seven. Um, so <laughs> how that happened, um, you know, that's credit to the T-Bird defence um, and that unfortunately the Lightning just were a little bit off their game in the shooting circle and I think... Um, Kylie Byrne spoke to it after the game when she said, um, "People need individuals need to do their jobs." <laughs> um, so yeah, it's it's been a, a tough run for the Lightning, but good to see the Thunderbirds get back on the winners list. That's right. I love that whole like play your role and what's my role now. Mm. So that's coming out pretty clearly. So then we move across to Sunday, Mother's Day. And it started across in the West, where I'm based, of course. And the Fever, they were caused to fight, but they did get up with the win, seventy-four to sixty-nine over the Magpies. The first, like, three and a half quarters of this absolutely shocked me. The way the Magpies had the Firebirds, like, really challenging them and um, sort of, yeah, were almost more impressive than the fire, than, than the Fever at times because they they were dominating some areas of the court. And I think the Fever were a little bit <laughs> shocked almost. It was like, oh, we're, we're home. We've got a massive crowd advantage. Um, we've got girls back from COVID. You know, we're all good to go. And then it was like, oh, okay. But... Um, Magpies are really going to challenge us here, but they did prevail. Um, impressive efforts from Sasha Glasgow to seal them, seal it with a couple of super shots. And um, I think that the Magpies probably missed having that rotation with Gabby Sinclair in the uh, attacking end. They did bring Nia Allen on at the very end, but um, yes, just having that extra shooter when the Garbin and uh, Shimona Nelson combination just isn't quite working. Um, always good to have, but yes, Fever prevailed. Was not all cruisy, but another solid win for them um, keeps them up the top of the ladder, which is where they want to be. Yeah, so they're on top of the ladder in first, same points as the Vixens in second, but the percentage is just slightly better by yeah. about nine percentage points for the Fever currently. So they're they're happy sitting on top to round out the action on the Sunday and for the round. It was the Sydney Derby or Derby, depending on uh, which part of Australia you <laughs> like to say it from. Uh, and it was the Swifts who got up over the Giants, 52 to 43, a low scorer and a pretty uh, physical tussle from what I've heard. Oh, very, <laughs> very physical. Uh, that's for sure another physical game of Super Netty, but it was a bit of an upset actually. And I think it got under that the Giants were a bit ruffled by it because um they probably expected to, to win this contest. So as we know, Derbies, you can never predict going in who's going to win. Mm. Um, and, yeah, the Swiss really did shock them. They got revenge for round one. Uh, Proud had 57 feeds, which is an yes. impressive effort. Um, and, yes, as you said, very physical because Paige Hadley now looks like Harry Potter with a massive cut above her eye. Um, and But they managed to get the job done, even though she couldn't be on court in the fourth quarter, which I think is another credit to the Swifts and to their team because other players came on and played their role and they, they continued that win for a nine-point goal, a nine point win. Well, it was a pretty as, – as I said, I saw the, the footage and the photos of um, Hadley's injury and that's where I was like, well, any time you see someone – bleeding from a cut above their eye and those sorts of things, you do start to, to wonder. But, uh, look, elbows, they can do a bit of damage, can't they? They're pretty pointy, <laughs> unfortunately, for most. So let's uh, have a look at what's upcoming for round nine then, uh, starting on the Saturday the 14th of May. And uh, the Lightning, they take on the Fever. So Fever going well at the moment, but Lightning desperate for the win. Oh, Lightning and that desperate <laughs> for a win. Um, they will be coming out all guns blazing at home, but... The Fever, the last, last time they played, they won by 19 and it was pretty solid. 
Um, so it'd be interesting to see if they can dominate again or whether the Lightning can find something else at home. That's it. First versus last. So uh, uh, one that ladder-wise should go to script for the Fever, but will it? We'll wait and see. The second game on the Saturday, Giants versus the Vixens. So again, Vixens sitting at second, but this time it's Giants in fourth. Uh, an important win nonetheless if Giants can get it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. They're still, they're still really tight in that top four in the ladder if the Giants can get up. And they will be looking to bounce back after a loss on the weekend. Um, Vixens won by 12 back in round three, but we did see a few COVID outs that week um, or a few girls returning from COVID that week. So the Giants definitely had a tough ass there. But this time around, they are much better placed and will really challenge the Vixens. I think the, this is a test for the Vixens. Can they continue on their winning ways or um, will the Giants close that top floor to be even tighter than it currently is. And speaking about closing gaps, Magpies versus the Firebirds. If Collingwood Magpies can take a win in this game, then that makes that top four even more tight. Oh, yeah, exactly. Like, this is where it's going to get crazy if teams do, um, teams like the Magpies do beat uh, a team like the Firebirds that is just one game ahead of them. Um, they only played three rounds prior round six and the Magpies won that one by eight so can they replicate that I would really love to see it to be honest that'll keep the ladder really nice and tight and that'll make me happy but the Magpies do have a tough tough ask to do it again um the Firebirds would will be really looking at that game um tape and really working out what went wrong for them um how the Magpies managed to slow them down and what they can do to combat that in attack to continue um their attacking play because that's where they really lost it and Hey, if the Magpies' defence can put on another performance like they did a few weekends ago, uh, I think this could go the way of the Magpies, but we'll wait and see. Yeah, that will be a real wait and see one. This game as well, the last one for round nine, uh, again, it's it's two teams sitting outside the top four, but whoever wins it now then gets to potentially, depending on other results, jump into the top four. So huge uh, amount at stake in each of the rounds now in, in Super Netball. So it's the Swifts taking on the Thunderbirds. How do you see this one going? Well, this one was a, a tough one to watch because the Swiss, back in uh, round four because the Swiss won by just one over the Thunderbirds then. Um, and that was devastating for the Thunderbirds. It continued the the, loss, uh, the streak of losses. And um, the Swiss, they hung on and they were pretty pleased that they could hang on. Um, it was a sort of a learning couple of rounds for them and they, they were pleased to come out of that with a win. This time around, I think coming off a win, Thunderbirds will be really up and about. Um, similarly, Swifts, after winning the Derby, will also be up and about. I think it'll depend on who's available for the Swifts and whether a player like Paige Hadley comes straight back into the side and can play all four quarters. Um, yeah, it, dep- it depends a little bit on personnel, but I think the Swifts might have enough to beat the Thunderbirds. But, hey, as a Thunderbirds fan, I'd really love to see them <laughs> make it two on the trot again. <laughs> Oh, it's going to be a tough one, and round nine's pretty exciting. Remind me, how many rounds have we got left, uh, including round nine? So there's 14 rounds in total, but round nine leads into uh, another midweek round 10. So we have round nine this weekend, round 10 uh, midweek next week on Tuesday and Wednesday, and then round 11 to finish out that three games in eight days that we had a a few rounds ago as well. So it's going to really compress it, um, and then, yeah, we just have – 12, 13, and 14 after that. So, yeah, not that many opportunities left. No, it's getting really tight now that we're – and as you said, when you've got three games in eight days again, it's really going to rush through on us and all of a sudden it'll be finals time and the top four will be 
uh, all locked in and locked away. Sarah, anything else from the super netball world or the netty world in general that we should be made aware of here on the overnight crowd? Oh, just keep up with it, honestly, because <laughs> there's so much netball happening. Um, you know, over the next couple of weeks, there's going to be a lot of games that decide the where these teams are placed. And um, I think if you if you follow a team, make sure that you're keeping an eye on how they're going because they will need some support coming into the back ends of the season because it is going to be tiring. Absolutely. <laughs> Sarah, thank you so much for joining us once again for our regular netty chat. It's been a pleasure to chat with you once again. Thanks for having me, Jen. It's Sarah Wildy of the Edge of the Crowd joining us as she does every week for our Super Netball chat. And it is tight at the top of the ladder. You've got the Fever and the Vixens both on 24 points, just separated by the nine or just under nine percentage points. And it's even tighter in the bottom four, five through to eight, all on 12 points. Just one win out of forcing their way into the top four. So it's getting really exciting over in the Super Netball. Time for your calls and your texts when we return here on the Overnight Crowd. Let's keep talking. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com.